I wait on quarterbacks, tight ends, and running backs. You want to do a board bet? Write that down. And yeah, I'm not going to waste time. Let's get this in on. Fantasy Life. OG. Welcome to the Fantasy Life OG Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Michael Winrick, Josh Kelly, and Jeremy Marin. Remember to download the Fantasy Life app at fantasylifeapp.com or in the iOS or Google Play stores. You can follow us on the app at jmarin, at mpw270, and at Josh Kelly Time. That's Kelly with an EY. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FLOG Podcast. And now to the show. Hey, we're back. We didn't go anywhere. Well, at least I didn't. Did you, Josh? <laughs> our, I mean, our couches for the NFL draft. Yeah. Did a, did a whole lot of that. That's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the draft happened. Uh, we didn't do yeah. a preview of the draft because everybody does that. And we like and to know. I feel like it's just so hard to know, really. I mean, the opportunity is so important. We talk about talent you know, I mean, being important, but opportunity, I think, is a huge part of that equation. So much better to hypothesize how the players will do now that they know the actual situations they're in. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, Mike with his <laughs> insightful analysis again. Agreed. Yes. That's yes. it. Some, some crazy, uh, crazy first round, or at least especially... First ten. Picks. It was almost like a fantasy uh-huh. draft. It was weird. Yeah, like no, Chicago fantasy drafters would have done way better than the, those clowns <laughs> yeah. did. Chicago jumps one spot to a team that probably wasn't drafting Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky, Trubisky, Mitch. It's Mitchell. <laughs> call him Mitchell. Please. Um, his friends Mitchell. call him Mitchell, but we can call him Mitch because we're not his friends. <laughs> yeah, we can call him whatever the fuck we want. Whoa! <laughs> well, I'm gonna tag him on Twitter and tell him that. Whatever. Yeah. I yeah. read the ESPN the magazine article on him, and his uh-huh. friends call him Mitchell, but he doesn't care if he's called Mitch or Mitchell. So oh, where did that come from then? Where I, cause I've seen that, that same kind of saying, oh, it. don't. No, you hadn't Anyways, heard that at all. I heard that before I brought it up that he did that he didn't like going by Mitch. It was something about when he was going through the draft process, he didn't want to be called Mitch. He wanted to be Mitchell. Well, we can call him Mitch the Bitch. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so they hopped. <laughs> they yeah, John Lynch on that. Steal, steal the century going down one spot and still grabbing his guy in Solomon Thomas. What a, what a, what a sales job he did. Mm. Yeah. I mean, used car salesmen everywhere are proud of him for that one. Yeah, they, they, they thought that they were going after Thomas, which would have been crazy if they actually did draft Thomas, I wonder if the Niners would have uh, would have gone with Foster instead of getting him at the end of the first round. Did you hear how that how they had Foster, I think, is like the number two or three player on the board? The Niners did? Yeah, they, they got a steal on that one too. Yeah, I was I was pretty bummed when the Dolphins passed on him, but it sounds like his shoulder must be a lot worse than, than people thought. But if he can it's not like the Niners are, are looking to win this year, so they can definitely afford to wait and, and have a awesome linebacker for years to come. Yeah. Niners definitely have a, had a great draft. Yeah, but yeah, that's not really fantasy relevant for our purposes, is it? It's true. It's true. The next pick, the number four, Ugh. definitely fantasy no. relevant. Yeah, well, it, everybody's going to overpay for him because, oh, yeah. sure, he'll get the volume, but like the line is terrible and the quarterback's mm-hmm. even worse. Yeah, they, and they anybody at least did, did anybody that argues that Blake Bortles 
is an up and coming player and is good, <laughs> I'm immediately dismissing you and I don't even care if it's rude. Like I don't. He's horrible, he's atrocious, that he's god awful. I, I think the Jags are just waiting till next year's quarterback class. Because uh, it sounds like next year we're from Sam Donald. Um, I've been a big Josh Rosen believer for a long time that it's a lot deeper for teams like the Jaguars, maybe the Browns to come up. Although we'll, we'll see how Deshaun Kaiser does. But, no, uh, no, it's Cody I, Kessler. I, I Cody Kessler. <laughs> Cody Kessler, I forgot. This year uh, yeah, is definitely Cody Kessler. Kessler. And then once he does really good this year and outperforms Carson Wentz, there, I said it, Whoa. he will be the starter going forward. Until you, you know, you, and then and then the the Browns will be in the Patriots situation. Oh, we have this guy that you know never played it down. Let's trade him for a first round pick, and then he goes to a team and he does mediocre or something. So you That's you would happen. draft you would draft a fantasy Kessler over Wentz, hmm. even with Alshon coming in. Hmm. Seem a little more. Are, are we more in di- Dynasty? Yes. <laughs> dynasty? No, well, no. I don't, Probably yeah, not. Other big distinction probably there. not. Yeah, I mean, probably they're... not. Probably not. Yeah. But I wouldn't. But, but I wouldn't be drafting he... Wentz anyway. Yeah, that's. I'm true. saying Kessler performed on par with Wentz last year, and nobody knew about it. And he's gonna be good this year. Just saying it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I definitely we'll see. have. Uh, yeah. I've got Kenny Britt on a lot of my MFL teams so far. So I'm at least uh, a Kenny Britt is better than Terrell Pryor, and he's only a year older. There, I said it. Yeah, yeah, we we've had discussions about that. That could be one of our bigger differences to to the norm. That we definitely like Brit as a, a late round sleeper, but we, let's uh, stick with this draft and yeah, okay. go on to uh, the number five pick was, Corey, was Davis. Corey Davis. I think yeah. that was the he's a the number one Trubisky. to me. To me, yeah. he's number one rookie draft pick. But you think so too? I I'm yeah. also favoring wide receivers more. Yeah, I'm gonna guess yeah. that that Mike is also on board for that, Mister Mister Receiver. Oh yeah. 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 He, he's uh, the the right receiver in the right situation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He he fits the mold that is going to be the the Tennessee offense just about perfectly. So yeah, he'll be great. How do you along, think it? He'll be great along Rashard Matthews. Yes, that's what I was going to ask. How how does it affect your Rashard Matthews ranking? None. None. Rashard Matthews the number one guy still this year. Next year, Corey Davis usurps him. Or maybe even later this year, but just Richard Matthews is still going to be a, a wide receiver too. There, I said it. It's yeah, I think I think a low end wide receiver too is a good place. I, I still think that it's a little high. I bet he's probably going to be more mid wide receiver three, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We can agree to disagree. Yes, you're just bitter because he's no longer on the Dolphins. And he destroys Devontae <laughs> Parker. Oh, 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 you think Rashad Matthews is going to be wide receiver too? I thought you were saying Corey Davis was oh, going no, to be no, wide no, receiver. Oh, no, 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 Okay. <laughs> Rashad was, Matthews. Uh, that's a little bullish. I could see that, I could see that being possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, now we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back on, back on track. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. Uh, uh, another interesting one though. It just seems like all the, the, the receivers, the Chargers, Mike Williams at pick seven. I don't understand that pick at all. They have so many. No, nope. I was excited for Tyrell Williams. I wanted to grab him. Late, oh, it, his, to me, it says more would. that Keenan Allen's injury, or or they're more concerned about Keenan Allen than than anything. I think that's think what so. that says. Yeah, 
Because Keenan Allen's been injured the last two years. I yeah. Mean, Mr. Glass. It seems like a, a lot of their receivers have been injured, not just Keenan Allen. That's probably a Well, a Keenan position. Allen in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about how how do you how does it affect your Phillip Rivers? I know that you guys are probably waiting on a quarterback anyway. Meh. But do you think that uh this helps Rivers at all? Uh, he's pretty much the same, QB fifteen ish. Twelve yeah. twelve to fifteen. How, how, how old is Rivers now? He's I know like, he was in the same Eli Manning's thirties. Well that's a good Yeah, he's he's old. Yeah. Uh, for quarterback. He's not like old, old. You know, like, 30, 35. He's 35. He turns 35. 36 in December. Oh, he's okay. younger than me. Ugh, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could still have a, a few more years of production in San Diego, I think. I'm thinking uh, this year and next year is going to be like the last two years of like the Rivers Breeze, Manning, Roethlisberger guys. Honestly, yeah, I think yeah. a, a new there's going to be a pretty big changing of the guard soon. It's going to be uh, in, in like three, four years. I think the top QBs are going to be like Winston and Mariota. Winston, Mariota, Luck, Trubisky. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had to say it. Kessler. <laughs> Kessler. Oh, man. Josh Rosen, I'll say in, in three, four years. Yeah. I'm still a believer, even though he was hurt all last year. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting with that quarterback class. But, I mean, quarterbacks just seem to be staying later and later. So, who knows? Yeah, Tom Brady probably wins his 12th Super Bowl in five years or so, whatever. Yeah. You want to move on to uh, the number eight pick after Mike Williams, Christian McCaffrey to the Panthers? This was an interesting pick to me because it didn't really – seem like it would be a good fit because they don't really throw to the running back. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was kind of confusing to me at first, but it sounds like they're going to just feed him the ball. And they're going to get him to ball like however they can. So mm-hmm. Have him line up in the backfield or, or line out wide. Yeah. yeah, that versatility could be really crazy. That's why I wouldn't, even though I agree with you that I would take Corey Davis, uh, I think first in a, a dynasty uh, rookie draft, I think McCaffrey is interesting. I couldn't fault someone for going that way, especially with uh, him potentially being a little hybrid running back wide receiver. Imagine if yeah. he ever was able to kind of Kind of like what, how they were using Bell last year. Yeah. They they used Bell a lot, splitting him out and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And he was a monster. But we're not saying Christian McCaffrey is going to be Le'Veon Bell. Okay, just, <laughs> yeah. just for yeah, the record, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to yeah. happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, I think that, that it does boost Cam Newton, though, for me. Um, I think that depending on where I'll have to look at the, the ADP right now and whatnot. But I think he's someone interesting that had a terrible year last year that could be back into the fold to be a, a top QB with some weapons they got in the draft. And and uh, hopefully they're hungry after a, an off year, after being in the Super Bowl the year before that, that uh, maybe we can attribute to a, a little bit of a post-Super Bowl slump. So what about the Texans drafting Deshaun Watson? Mike, Mike, you need to talk. <laughs> so you give me this one, huh? Yeah, yeah, I do. You, you want me to just rail on this one, huh? 
Because I, I think it's a horrible you're... move. I think it's a terrible Ooh. move. Oh. They, they've drafted a quarterback who will come into the league with the lowest ball velocity in the okay, league. Okay, okay. So first thing, they they just started measuring that, so we don't know. All right, fine. The history of that. We don't know the history and... of that, but here, here's what I do know. Okay. Here, yeah. Okay. I do know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. NFL cornerbacks love to jump routes. Okay. The the throw velocity to get the ball on an out route to the line, it's got to be there. Can I ask gotta you be able a question to fire it out there. before you really So unless get he's into got this, some amazing can I, can timing, I, can I can I jump? Unless he has amazing okay. timing, can okay. He's gonna get some serious At, pick sixes. Have you watched him throw out routes or anything like that in games? Yeah, but that, you can't you compare can't, can't, college. You can't compare college cornerbacks. Okay, okay, you. You just can't. You can't really. However, he was in the. Oh, he was. ACC. His clubs, ACC. Oh, ACC. Okay. I uh, I don't know these college divisions. Whatever. Um. You can't really compare the two, but you can still get a good idea on whether or not he can make those throws. And whether or not, yeah. like, hey. Is he getting the ball out in front of the guy on these out routes? Like, is it there's zip on the ball? Is the location good? And yada yada yada. So yeah, just and, looking and at a velocity of one time he threw a football and it was forty. Well, it wasn't miles just one time, bullshit. but it's it's a com- conglomeration of times. <sighs> but here here's my take on it. I think mm-hmm. they panicked. They they took. Uh, I don't know that that. It very well could have been the quarterback that they were targeting. I, I have no information on that or not. But they panicked to get a quarterback. You know, the, this is not a quarterback that projects to be an NFL typical, prototypical quarterback for the NFL. Now, we have some examples in the NFL of players that are not prototypical quarterbacks that are very successful. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. However, Russell Wilson does not have he's got a good fastball former former baseball player you know mm-hmm. uh drew Brees can sling it one of the best deep balls you got to have the velocity there to get it downfield okay i just question if he's going to be able to make those throws those those windows are a lot smaller and a lot tighter and the timing has to be so much better than it does in the college level it's got to be able to get it out. It's got to be able to get past the defensive linemen, the linebackers, to try and swat it down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, you know. we get the picture. Um, but, um, but I wouldn't but, be shocked to see him not succeed at the NFL level as a quarterback. So what you're saying is this does not help? Does not help? I do uh, not. No. Okay. What do I you do not think, believe, Josh? I feel I like you're a little bit more. To, to Hopkins. I, I disagree. I like Watson. I think that... Have you seen him play in the college games? Yeah, I, I saw him score 35 points against an Alabama team with plenty of athletic defenders that are it's capable of, of, of jumping those balls. And but but against those those really good defenders that you talked about, I mean, he's he's played against good, talented people and been able to put the ball where it needs to be. And I think that it makes the most sense for Houston because of where Houston is at. Right? They are just a quarterback away from being able to make some noise. The fact that they made the playoffs 
last year uh, with virtually no quarterback or help at the quarterback position really I think just shows shows yeah. how close they are and he definitely is a more experienced QB than any of the the quarterbacks in this draft and I think we talk about with the quarterback position more than any position it's it's important to be able to have that confidence and that swagger and when you've won a championship in in college football before and been to two straight ones and played against great teams like that I think that he's someone that can step in right away and He's not going to win games for them, I think, by any means, but I think that he can be a lot better of a quarterback than he was and definitely uh, help them in the playoffs potentially. So I, I, I like the pick. I think it increases Hopkins' value as well. Um, and I, I'm definitely uh, drafting. I feel comfortable with Hopkins in the second round now that I know that he has a, a better QB available. Wow. Yep. I will take – you name the board bet, I'll take it. I'll take whatever you're going against. I'll take it with, with Hopkins. With Hopkins? I will bet against Hopkins all day long. And I could very well likely be wrong on that, but I'm just not buying it. Yeah. I, I, I'll, uh, I'll I'll try to, to think of some, uh, some board bets as we continue on. We've probably been talking about Deshaun Watson uh, for, for, for long enough. And I so, feel bad railing on the kid, but well, yeah, you, he's a winner. I'm sure but, you do. Well, I feel you know, so bad. I just, I, from from a fantasy football perspective, I'm not seeing the upside. I am not believing that he is going to be the difference maker that they need. And I very well could I thought be wrong. You said but, we talked too much about him already. Well, I wanted to talk a little more because you said okay. I didn't talk enough. Uh, <laughs> you get what you asked for. Yeah, apparently uh, I liked it better when it was just me and Josh. So, <laughs> O.J. Howard is the first tight end off the board to Tampa Bay, and everyone was happy. And uh, I think we can expect good things from him. Maybe not this next year. Maybe not that big this this coming year, because tight ends always have a curve. But, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to think that if... Uh... The Jets had said if Jamal Adams hadn't fallen to them at pick six, that uh, they were going to take um, Howard there at pick six. So it's pretty interesting that it just based on team need that it it fell down that far. Although not far enough for your Giants, were you salivating at the the thought of him making it down there to pick twenty three before the Buccaneers snagged him? No, because I felt like the Giants had other uh, things that they needed to do first before getting a tight end. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, typically, we've talked about before, I'm sure, on the podcast that first year tight ends, you know, rookie tight ends don't do well. They mm-hmm. take a little bit to develop the pass protection and, and work within the offense. Do you think that Howard could be the exception at 6'6, 250? It's a pretty, pretty big red zone target there. The question is, how do they use him? Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to, from everything I've heard, you know, I'm not a college tape scout or anything like that, but from what I've heard, he's not exactly a blocker. He's not a blocking tight end. So if they're going to try and put him in that role, then it's going to stun his development. But if they basically use him as an oversized wide receiver and they put him in the slot, they kick him out, he could have a bit more impact. You know, that's, that's an yeah. interesting offense for the – for the Giants yeah. right now. Yeah, you mean for the Buccaneers? Oh, yeah, the Buccaneers, sorry. Yep, yep. Um, 
Uh, I think that you that maybe you were thinking about Evan. Oh, Ingram that's what it was. I was thinking, yeah, because <laughs> I the Giants. Howard, well, Howard we were talking about Ingram and the Giants. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- Howard, I think, is a good blocker. Um, he's six yes. six two fifty one, and so that that definitely helps out a lot, so that he can he can still split out wide, obviously, if they if they want to. But yeah, Tampa Bay in general, yeah. between Howard and si- signing Deshaun Jackson and, and getting your boy Chris Godwin. I know you were that's you were it, happy yeah. to go there, right? Oh yeah, your your Nittany Lion. That's who I should do a Nittany Lion bet against you. Maybe uh, Allen Robinson versus DeAndre Hopkins. How do you feel about that? I'll take it. All right. So I say, <laughs> well, what format are we going to do? It doesn't really matter too much, but Claire. Well, P- PPR is the standard. PPR. So. Okay. So PPR, I say DeAndre Hopkins outscores Allen Robinson. And I'll take Allen Robinson. All right. Write that down. Write it. Write it down. Board bet. When Jeremy gets there, he'll write yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Howard, back to the back to yeah, the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just there's kind of a lot of malice to feed there suddenly. So, yeah, I can see them taking a little bit of time with him. You know, with Brait there, not like Brait's some fantastic talent by any means, but he is a quality target, and he did well last year. So, you know, Jackson's going to get his deep shots. Evans is going to get peppered like he did. You know, Godwin will get tossed in there here and there as a third receiver, but I don't see a big year for him as a rookie. Same goes with Howard. I'd, it's you, going to be mark, overdrafted. Too many people are going to overdraft their rookie tight ends. Yeah. Do you mark down Charles Sims now that you feel like Tampa has a lot more options in the passing game, less checkdowns? Yeah, that definitely. And then getting McNichols, is, who's a, a good receiving back, as well, mm-hmm. but put a dent on the Sims luster. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think there was much talk about him going into the season because of he got the shot and then he just he got hurt right away, so he didn't really get to do much last year and and didn't have a long opportunity. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's uh, jump back a little bit. I know uh, Jeremy had skipped up to OJ Howard, but um, one name that we kind of skipped over um, that's an interesting name is is John Ross. When it picked number nine to the Bengals, Mr. 422, 40 yard dash record holder in the combine goes number nine. What are, what are your thoughts? I, I, you know, is Dalton the quarterback that can get the ball to him? Or is he going to run down the field and turn around and have to stand there and wait for the ball? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we, we've, I, we've seen Dalton. Chuck up some uh, some deep throws here and there. Yeah, uh, I mean he does have a tendency to overthrow out. everybody. So you know, if, <laughs> maybe if Ross is the is perhaps the is, formula to to catch up to those that's overthrows. What it is. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's notorious. I mean, of yeah. any quarterback that you watch play, I've mm. Dalton just overthrows people. So yeah. let's see if he can overthrow this guy. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, same something. thing. I mean, they from everything I've heard. Marvin Lewis, you know, and the history shows he doesn't really give rookies too much leash. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tyler Boyd last year didn't get much. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Again, I think so. There's some other receivers that were drafted later than him that that we'll all rate higher than John Ross because of that. Would you agree yeah. that there's some guys lower down, even picked in the second, third rounds, that we just feel especially with John Ross and an injury um, and worried about his injury history that uh, I, I will say though, for best ball leagues, 
So if you're doing MFL drafts right now that are going on, best ball leagues are really fun. If uh, you haven't done one before, we highly recommend uh, signing up for one on myfantasyleague.com because you're able to draft uh, over email and take your time. You get like an eight-hour clock, mm-hmm. uh, and then you're able to just draft the team, and then the computer picks the best line for you each week. That way you don't have to worry about managing a team throughout the year. You can learn what players you like by actually drafting them in a in a setting for, for money and then uh, be able to just see how it goes. And so John Ross becomes a lot more valuable for best ball leagues because you don't have to know when he's going to have that big home run catch that he's clearly capable of with, with that type of speed. So mm-hmm. um, I think we, when we were talking amongst the text messages to ourselves that uh, Jeremy referred to John Ross, like almost as like 75% of, of Deshaun Jackson, basically where you're just getting a guy that's, that's definitely going to be boomer bust, or at least that's what we predict. So let's see what other position players went here in the first round that could be fantasy relevant. So we'll go down to Howard. Let's see what's next. We, we talked about Evan Ingram. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, we were talking about Ingram there. We kind of mixed up our signals, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ingram is is that just, he's in that tweener role, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to, I don't know how that's going to play out. Yeah, whether well, they're going to try to pull so much a little hype. bit or just have him be a receiver. Yeah. It's pretty this crowded class, now. I mean, yeah, OBJ, Marshall, uh, Sterling Shepard, and, and now Evan Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, this class had so much hype coming into the the draft process, and then it got knocked down. And I personally feel like there was just no really, really, really good landing spots. You know, like especially in the early rounds. Like maybe the one of the best ones, and I'm sure we're going to talk about him later. We're going to talk about some of the some of the ADPs, but Mm -hmm. Samaje P Ryan is probably one of the best opportunity landing spots yeah yeah of of the entire draft mm-hmm. yeah definitely with uh, looking like they're going to get rid of matt jones and rob kelly i mean performed admirably but uh it's not like they have a ton invested in him and uh obviously they really want to see what they can do with with perrine i think if uh if a running back had gone to cleveland then that would have been a nice fit. Isaiah Crowell might be one of the, the bigger winners as far as like a, oh, a fantasy value yeah. um, on, on what happened with the draft. Um, sticking with the Browns there, um, another tight end. I, can you remember three tight ends in the first round? That seems pretty crazy. I don't, I don't recall it. It's been a while anyway if it if yeah. happened. Yeah, David Njoku. And they actually trade and Njoku. I apologize. Njoku <laughs> from uh, Miami. And the Browns actually traded up. Uh, back into the first round to grab him. Uh, they definitely don't have a uh, a lot of pass catchers in Cleveland. Um, Kenny Britt, we talked about a little earlier, we're, we're fans of. But Njoku, you think, still just avoiding because of the rookie tight ends that there's going to be better guys to get at the end of your drafts? I'm I'm always going to take the the wait-and-see approach with the rookie tight ends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't... And I and I think the hype is going to be there. There's just going to be the, the hype behind these guys uh-huh. that will of the first round pedigree. Yeah. Oh, they were first round. They traded mm-hmm. up. Blah blah blah. This guy, that guy, whatever the case is. And two of them went to crowded situations. Yeah. The other went to Cleveland. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. yeah. So 
Yeah, it's almost better to just wait and, and get a guy like an Eric Ebron, who was a former first round pick going yeah. into uh, his third year now. Yeah, um, and and that's a guy that had a lot of high expectations for him in year one as a rookie with the high draft capital. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. It, it's so rare that they pan out. You know, Hunter Henry last year was the first time we had a, like a a really really solid startable tight end rookie. Yeah, you know. And, and even that, we were we were really only starting him because of the touchdowns he was catching. It's not like he had a great season as far as receptions and yards and was having any kind of a monster season by any means. So mm-hmm. I just, again, if if they landed in different spots, you know, like if one of those tight ends went to Denver where they, they use the tight end and, you know, Chicago got a, a rookie tight end, Shaheen later on in the draft, but if one of the stud tight ends went, had gone there, oh yeah, might be I mean at it a Denver, little bit differently. Yeah, Jake Buck could be interesting <laughs> when, if uh, he's if he plays. He you know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's, that's a year. We, we might be a year away from that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But but then a name to keep an eye on for for people absolutely. in dynasty yeah. leagues and yeah. and uh, he definitely is a <laughs> will be a fun person to roster. How do you not like you a guy? But <laughs> so so uh, little side note the. Yeah. We did that dynasty draft, the startup draft for the, the, the writers for the fantasy footballers. Mm-hmm. And one guy's team name is Bucky Butt Sprinkles <laughs> from <laughs> Bucky, Bucky Hodges, Hodges and Jake Butt. Uh, Jake Butt. And then there was a, uh, a third tight end, and I forget his first name, but his last name is Sprinkles. <laughs> so that's his team name oh, is Bucky man. Butt Sprinkles. And it's and all three rookie tight, tight ends. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of, a lot, a lot of, a lot of tight ends, man. Yeah. yeah, Bucky Hodges is another one. But yeah, That's, Bucky uh, Hodges. The Shaheen for Chicago is, has a good, you know, had a good profile. Um, yeah, although Spring, I'm, the Sprinkles I'm, I'm character went to Washington, so if, if yeah. things don't pan out with with Jordan Reed here, yeah, we know Jordan Reed definitely. Yeah. Uh, Vernon Vernon yeah. Davis really did well last year filling in, so mm-hmm. uh, and he's getting you know another year older, obviously. So yeah. it could be you know the Sprinkles could be on the could be the topping on the the Washington cake here this year. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Let's uh, let's get into the the second round uh here real quick. Uh, and then before uh, when Jeremy returns, we'll we'll get into the uh, guessing the ADPs. Um, but there's definitely some good second rounders that we probably want to talk about and get into. Mm-hmm. Um, the first position player is uh someone that uh our fellow OG and and writer for Rotov is uh, Matt Wispy absolutely loves and that's zay jones to the bills at mm-hmm. pick five in the second round can you talk a, a little bit about why we all love zay jones well the production you know the the proof of it in the college is there it's a mm-hmm. perfect landing spot one of the things wispy wrote in his article for rotoviz was the opportunity yep. there was one of the best opportunities to get targets Mm-hmm. I think yeah, they were absolutely. the top five in, in available targets. So yeah, and on top of that, I mean, they're including Watkins as returning in that as available targets when he could get some of those targets if uh, Watson's injury continue. We saw that they didn't pick up his fifth year option, so they must be a little worried about his ability to stay on the field. Yeah, there, there's just nobody else there. So that he's a rookie. He's one of the few that went to a great opportunity that you can really look at and say. Here's a guy that can make an impact, and he's gonna get. He he might not get overdrafted. 
just by being a second round draft pick going to the Bills. You know, you've got um, Davis, Mike Williams. I can see those guys getting overdrafted just by name value mm-hmm. first round. Like, oh, they they really want to uh, be a better team, quote unquote. Yeah. And then they're going to go, oh, yeah, Zay Jones, well, he was a second rounder. He went to Buffalo. There's just no competition. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. Speaking of, of of Wispy with his love of Zay Jones, because <laughs> we talk about yeah opportunity. So like that it creates guys like Jarvis Landry that aren't necessarily the. Uh, the, the most athletic guys are, are capable, but if you're going to get the volume, then you're going to be uh, a productive fantasy person and player and someone that should be mm-hmm. drafted as such. So yeah. Zay Jones definitely going to be a, a, a nice sleeper wide receiver. As Wispy um, would say, Zay fucking Jones. <laughs> oh, he's back. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> Just in time, your, your uh, Zay Jones uh, senses must have been tingling and said mm-hmm. that you had to get yeah. back on the podcast before you missed out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so what, you know, leading in, leading into some of that, you know, opportunity there, I was listening to another podcast this morning, actually, and it, it actually kind of sparked me to think, you know, I've done this for years, but it, it kind of just goes away sometimes. You forget to even talk about it. But when we're making rankings, and, and a lot of times people want to rank opportunity and potential. And the, the potential sometimes doesn't match the opportunity. So the the example that was going on, it was Mike Clay being interviewed by J.J. Zacharyson. And he was saying how Mike Clay was saying the Patriots are a great example here. You know, people, they want these wide receivers to do really well and they, they want to project them out. And But the reality is there's just not enough to go around. So that goes back to what we were just talking about with those tight ends. There's, there's not a lot to go around. You get to a guy like Zay Jones here. There's plenty to go around. So mm-hmm. he's a guy that should get that opportunity there. And there's quite a few other players that they talked about, which maybe we'll save for, you know, one of our future sleeper shows. But okay. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. keeping, you know, keep that stuff in mind. You got to look at who else is there before we, we start anointing some of these rookies to massive years because it just might not play out that way. And also yeah. how much the team invests in them and draft capital too does matter a sure. little bit it, it does it's not it everything but it matters matter. something mm-hmm. yeah so if it's an undrafted yeah. free agent like they're not going to take as much time as somebody they drafted in the first round because they've committed those kinds of resources to that player mm-hmm. yep kind of the the uh we talked a little bit while you were gone uh Samaje Perrine versus Rob Kelly situation where mm-hmm. like, yeah, Rob Kelly was admirable, but they didn't really invest anything. Wasn't he an undrafted free agent? Uh, I believe you're correct. Yeah. And so I think that it gives Perrine just a, a little bit of, of an edge when you're talking about who you'd rather draft uh, for the upcoming season, at least for me. Yeah. I'm not really crazy about either. Yeah. Do uh, you guys want to finish the second round? Uh, fantasy relevant rookies before we, we get into ADP or do you want to go straight to ADP? Uh, who else do we got? Some ADP. We don't have we any. We got like Samuel Curtis, Dalvin Cook, um, Joe Mixon. Oh, uh, Mixon's a, a douche. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a Yeah, we've, we've talked about how uh, you just would rather not draft. Oh, I'm not touching him. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, 
Dalvin Cook is not going to be relevant this year because they didn't sign Latavius Murray to sit on the bench for somebody they just drafted. So it's another mess in Minnesota. Yeah, and that that goes back to something we were talking about. You know, just a lot of these places that players went just were not good. Mm. You know, Dalvin Cook's a great example. You know, Dalvin Cook goes to even Green a place Bay. like Tampa, Green Bay, mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden, yeah, things are a, a lot different. Completely different scenario here. You know, mm-hmm. mixing goes somewhere different. There, there's just like they all went into muddy situations. A bunch of the wide receivers went to muddy situations. Mixon's, the tight ends went to muddy Mixon's situations. Mixon's situation isn't that muddy because Jeremy Hill is terrible. Okay, and Giovanni Bernard <laughs> is a change of pace, like receiving back. So all right, but Mixon when... Mixon has a chance to actually get the entire three down roll because Giovanni Bernard's coming off a torn ACL and Jeremy Hill's terrible. So it's not yeah. as bad for and him. That, and that that same coaching staff had a young, explosive rookie Giovanni Bernard and continued to just plow Ben Jarvis Green Ellis into the line for two yards in a cloud of Well, dust. let's not compare so, the two because Joe Mixon is definitely a different build than Joe. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Com- I'm not comparing those two. What I'm comparing but, in the situation is again but, going back to the Bengals. We we talked about Jeremy Ross while while you were had stepped away for a minute. They're they're not well known for utilizing their rookies right off the bat. Tyler Boyd didn't get a very good shot last year, and and LaFell was out there regularly. Um, Mixon may get held back behind Hill. They may just utilize Hill in that banger role that they've been utilizing him in. You are so knowing that they're going to get rid of him. Oh just my knowing God. that they're going to get rid of him. So Tyler Boyd wasn't used, be- and Brandon LaFell was because Tyler Boyd's a slot guy and Brandon LaFell is a split wide guy. So that's that's a bad comparison. Number one, number two, Jeremy Hill's terrible. They know Jeremy Hill's terrible. That's why they spent a second round pick on Joe Mixon. They're not going to have a second-round pick sit on a freaking bench behind Jeremy Hill. Yeah, but they because had a second-round pick, Giovanni Bernard, st- getting stuck behind Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. Different years players. Ago. I, I Different under- players. Is, is, yeah, I understand different what you're saying. Players. I, they are different players, but... But, no, no buts. They, they do They're have different this players. history. <laughs> Done. They do have history. Done. Yeah, you're... Yeah. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster... Yeah. It's the weirdest name ever. Went to the oh, Steelers. Oh, there was some weird names in this draft. Yeah, you missed our Jake Butt conversation. Nope. That's not really weird. That's just funny. <laughs> but Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm going to just call him Juju. Yeah. Uh, goes to the Steelers, who you didn't think they would need a wide receiver because Martavis Bryant got reinstated. And, you know, Sammy... I'm I'm eventually gonna break out coats, <laughs> and then Eli Eli Rogers emerged. Eli Rogers emerged last year for the slot, which is where Juju apparently would go. So mm-hmm. it was an interesting uh, pick in my eyes. I I don't know. I yeah, don't... I think it was more Martavis Bryant insurance. I think if, if but they're Bryant, two different players. 
Yeah, but it's still it's just about having a number two receiver that can actually produce for you. That's what they're looking for is really just a, a number two receiver mm-hmm. or number three. If you want to really count Le'Veon Bell, it's, it's probably their number two option, even out of the backfield as a receiver. I don't know how yeah. the receptions played out last year, but they I'm, definitely I'm pretty could, sure Bell was number two. Yeah, yeah, it would it would make sense. Um, so I, I, I think it's fine to, to try and get someone else out there that teams have to worry about other than just Antonio Brown, because you're going to see more and more people just cover the shit out of him and, and let the other receivers try and beat you. Right. I think that's a, a good way to beat the Steelers is to try to shut out Brown and then let the other receivers do what they will, which is was a lot harder for the Steelers when they didn't have Martavis Bryant. So I think this is. Martavis Bryant insurance and uh, someone that could just be a, yeah another deep threat to to keep the defense honest. But he's not a he's not really a deep guy. That's that's Sammy Coates. So if anything, Juju's not. I don't think so. I think he's more of a slot guy. I could be wrong. Mm. Let me let me let me see. I mean four five forty. Four five four forty, yeah. not like blistering, but yeah, I just, I remember him uh, returning for USC as well, so I thought of him as a, a little bit of a speedster, but mm. maybe not quite that much. Four five's not not bad though, obviously. Right. So it's a lot faster yeah. than I could run. <laughs> yes, I'd be more of a dad runner in the Jason Witten fold. <laughs> Maybe not quite that ungraceful, but whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that uh, most of the offensive linemen could probably even outrun me. So because even though these guys are big, they're they're athletes for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ADP. Yeah, you know me. You down with ADP? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know me. Yeah. 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 Let's let's get into it. Have a little. Let's let's see uh, if you guys know your stuff or or just compare it. Uh, to what's going on so for uh we're gonna i had looked up ahead of time to let the listeners know on on adp um of rookies in my fantasy league so we talked about my fantasy league.com is uh used for a lot of things we used them for a couple of leagues last year um, as well as those best ball leagues so we'll be using their latest uh rankings or not rankings but average draft position uh, based on the drafts that have taken place there so number one, what are your what are your guys' guesses? Who do you think is the, the top rookie being drafted now on MFL? Oh, it's it's got to be Fournette. I, I would I would venture to guess that one is he's number one overall. Jeremy, what, any he stepped away? That, he stepped away. No, oh, I'm back. Away. I'm here. Oh, he's I'm back. here. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I just had back. to make sure the kid was asleep. Um, because yeah. I put him in the swing in the other room. I don't have the baby monitor there because he was. Yeah. Did not want to be put in the crib, so I was like, whatever. You go in here, you're awake, you'll fall asleep. I'm going to do my <laughs> thing. Um, who, Father of the so year. Who, who, yeah, thank you. Um, I'll take my award. You can send it to 36 Oakwood Drive. <laughs> you have my address. You know what to send it. Um, so who are we talking about? So who, who's your guest for number one, number one ADP? Leonard Fournette. It is Leonard Fournette. Who did Mike uh, guess? By, by, by quite a bit. He also guessed Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Um, his, his average right now is, he's getting picked at 28.57. Oh, you got, okay. I'm going to go on a mini rant here. <laughs> so it's like 28? early third round. Wow. Early third round of a, uh, 12 team league. That's insane. Even Todd yeah. Gurley. 
what was that, like two years ago, was going in the fourth and fifth round, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure that that Gurley and and Zeke Elliott doing so well last season definitely Zeke was boosted. in the perfect scenario. I agree. I agree. On top I, of I'm, it's like the the best line. Mm-hmm. A good quarterback just happened to be Dak instead of Tony at the time. It wouldn't have mattered either way, I don't think. And like it was the perfect situation. Leonard mm-hmm. Fournette is going into the complete opposite of that. Their line is terrible. Their defense is actually pretty good. Not not too bad. But like their yeah. their line is terrible, the quarterback is terrible, and and it's so I'll, I'll tell bad. you something that's criminal right now that's happening on MFL is so Leonard Fournette, his average picks 28.57. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy is at 30.89. That's stupid. So LaShawn oh McCoy God. is going before. This is in dynasty people. In, in, in most drafts. Right? It's, so. it's not dynasty, right? We're talking about nope. regular redraft. Yep. Leonard, Leonard Fournette on average is going ahead of LaShawn McCoy. Uh, oh, sign me up in those leagues. <laughs> sign me, like, every single one of them. <laughs> My god. That's insane. Yep. Uh, That's pretty, pretty terrible. That's horrible. Yeah. It's a horrible, no good, very bad pick. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how, like, so ADP works, right? Where, so it shows that his is, um, 28 or whatever, Fournette, right? Uh, 28.57. But that technically puts him at player number 23 right. on the list as far as uh, being drafted more so than the So he's in the, the second round. So uh, second how did that really work out, though? So most of the time he's getting picked around 28-5-7, though. But because of that, they're just well, saying Well, because he's coming in early. He, he, they get picked as early as 20 or picked mm-hmm. as late as 35 or whatever. So he's mm-hmm. falling. That's the average. It's just taken... Like, cause once, once you do the averages or something like that, like, mm-hmm. they're never gonna line up with like 23. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So like, the closest people you're gonna get to the actual numbers are the ones at the top. Yeah. So some other players they have below him that I think we all would rather have than Fournette. So they've got, I said McCoy already. At 25, they got JJIE. No. Like, no. I wouldn't want you, either of them, to be honest. I you, might. You take Fournette over McCoy and Ajayi? No, I would take no, oh, no. I'm saying I wouldn't okay. want either Fournette or yeah, a, or a Jai. At, at that at that price, no. Okay, but what about just who who would you rather have between the two? I, I Fournette guess a, or a Jai with his Ajayi? bone bone knees. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Man, Fournette, but Interesting. Barely. Interesting. Man, I, I, I think I'd rather have a Jai and I usually try to stay away from dolphins. Um, I wouldn't feel good with either one. Yeah. I'm saying that uh, right now. I know that we both would rather have, all of us would rather have Jordy Nelson. Than yeah, not even close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got Jordy Nelson after that. Yeah. You got Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landry, Alshon mm-hmm. Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. All of those over those running backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. All right. Who Let's move on to the number two then. Who do you think uh, is the number two? Uh, it's either right Corey now? Davis or Chris, Christian McCaffrey. It's McCaffrey. So I'm going to go, yeah, I'll say McCaffrey because everybody's going running back. So you're going to say McCaffrey? What, did, what is Mike saying? He said McCaffrey. McCaffrey. 
Dalvin are... Cook. What? Dalvin no way. Cook right now, yep. Mm-hmm. People are yeah. dumb. What's going on? Yeah, Dalvin Cook at number two. I don't know about I, that. That may have to be pulling some data from pre-draft. Yeah, um, maybe. Doing recent drafts as the... Uh, yeah? Oh, man. Like, you, you can do anytime. You can do after February 1st of 2017. You can do after May 1st of 2017. Could you do and it after May 1st? Is there like a... Yeah, if I switch to after May 1st, let's see if that's different than recent. It's probably oh, yep, if you switch to after May 1st, now it's got McCaffrey number two. Okay. So maybe we'll do that. Well, yeah, let's do that after May first, because yeah, after May first instead of just recent. Okay. Now, so now, now after. it makes way more sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for for Nets' average pick actually went up by one <laughs> when I switched it to after May first, which is interesting because I, I would have thought that uh, Jacksonville would have hurt his his draft mm-hmm. stock, but apparently people don't. Uh, people just say, up. "Oh, he's going to get the ball." That's basically what they were thinking. Yeah, volume. That's all. Which, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to draft somebody, that's really what you want to look at is potential volume. Yeah. But you have, you, at some point you got to do the, uh, you know, the quality of the volume too in the offense. Because, yep. like, Todd Gurley's going to get a crap ton of volume. Mm-hmm. Who else is on that offense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for somebody besides Tavon Austin for you to for you to name, <laughs> right? Who Robert or, or Jared Goff? Like, okay, so we got Tavon Austin, Jared Goff, Robert Woods. Holy yeah. crap! This is the B team. Yep. JV squad. Yeah. So with so Christian McCaffrey was number two. Yeah. His average pick is a forty-one point five. All right. I would rather uh, have him at that price, like ten times over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not even close. He's, I, on, he's yeah, on a yeah, much better team with a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, number three. Who do you who do you guys got? Corey Davis. Yeah, it's Davis. It it's, is Corey Davis. Okay. I thought you were yep. gonna say no. It's Mixon. Somebody like son of a bitch. Yeah. Do you, Do you think that you guys would actually take Davis over Fournette and McCaffrey? I know you guys are both love. It probably receivers. would depend on the the makeup of my team. Gotcha. Like if I if mm-hmm. I had probably old running there. backs or I didn't have really any running backs, then I would take a running back. Um, if I needed more wide receivers, which we always do, because <laughs> I would take Corey Davis. But it it depends on the makeup of my team, really. Um, nine times out of ten, I'd probably take Davis. Are you comfortable with Davis in, in the fourth round? No. Oh, no? not not in the fourth <laughs> round. I'm talking about rookie oh. draft. Gotcha. I'm just curious based on, because that, I mean, that's where you have to get him on, on ADP right now. Yeah. That, uh, here, let's see. I'm going to switch That's insanely back. high. That's insanely high. So let's see who you could get. I, I, can, I guarantee you 80% of the names you list, I would most definitely take over Corey Davis. Yeah. At least 80%. So name five. I'll take four of them. <laughs> okay. I got to switch the... Uh, what kind Davis? of like crappy All production right. is this that you can't <laughs> fast enough? So he is actually also... Man. He's also going ahead 
of Jordy Nelson. Yeah. That is ridiculous. There's one. Keep on going. <laughs> Keep on uh, going. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Devontae Adams. Yeah, I hate saying this, but yeah. Because <laughs> I hate it on him so much, and then he freaking goes off. Uh, Lamar Miller. Mm. Lamar Miller's situation is interesting because they drafted Dante Foreman. Or however you say it. I'd rather have Miller. Deonta. Deonta Foreman. Um, yes. Because I think Deontay Foreman's definitely going to eat into the workload. And yep. if he does better and well enough, he might take that role from Miller. So I'd probably take Davis over Miller. Yeah, I, I still think I'd take Miller. I mean, Miller's still young. He's in the second year of, of that contract there. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, he could definitely he, – he he could have had more touchdowns last year. He was unfortunate That's with, uh, with the uh, amount of uh, opportunity there. So I, 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 would, I think I'd still rather have Miller. Okay. Uh, two more. Do two more. Okay. Make them good. Uh, Doug Baldwin. Oh, far and above. Yep. Uh, Demarco Murray. Uh, I'd probably take Murray. Yeah, I think Definitely so too. I'm um, curious your last one though, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Diggs. Diggs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of receivers. Yeah. Do you think people just are excited to draft rookies? Is that what's yes. happening right now? Like the I NFL think, draft? I, think I, the, I wonder, like, August, how these, how so these will look. It's an interesting uh, time. I think a lot of the stars are getting older, and mm-hmm. there wasn't um, as many people taking over, like, in past years. So we're getting an influx of rookies in the last few years. Like, we had Zeke Elliott, Todd Gurley, Odell, Mike Evans, you know, and people want to get those guys. Mm-hmm. So they're reaching early in hopes of getting that guy. Now, and I'm yeah. not saying that like Fournette and McCaffrey and Davis are going to be complete busts, but for fantasy purposes, like there are much sure bets mm-hmm. around the same pick that those guys are going, and I'd rather yeah. get somebody who I I know their role and I know how they perform in the NFL, as opposed to somebody who's a question mark. Yeah, I agree. I it's d- interesting that that this is actually redraft only. Yeah. These these ADPs, so it's not even taking into account it's not like rookie drafts are inflating these numbers. If this was an upstart dynasty upstart, then yeah, I can mm-hmm. definitely see those a lot, lot more. Yep. Mhm. Mhm. Because you know, I'd probably take Corey Davis over somebody like Alshon. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah. So who who do you think number five then? Who's our number five rookie being drafted right now? Do we skip over four? Four, four was Davis. So it went Fournette, Dalvin Cook. Oh, I need to oh, switch you, back you over. Switched it. You switched it back yep. over. After May 1st. Yeah. Yep, so number four. Yep, because it went Fournette, McCaffrey, Davis. So our Nixon. number four. Mike? Uh, yeah, I'll go with Mixon. It was close with Mike Williams, though. It is Mixon. Yep, Williams would yep. be next. Yep, at uh, just a little bit lower, 52.65 mm. is uh, where they have him. We don't need to so, go in about players that I would take over Mixon because it will be all of them. So <laughs> be, we can, we can yeah. move on. 
to the next one. Yeah, and there's a, a a lot of them that we had already mentioned that uh, you guys liked more than uh, Corey Davis, even. So I think it's going to make even more sense that we're going to move on from from Mixon. Who do you think number five is then? Cook. It's Williams. It's Cook. Ooh. I'm telling you that Mike running back heavy this year. Yeah, and it's people are overcompensating. Man, overcompensating because of the spike of touchdowns to the running backs last year, as you mm-hmm. so eloquently point out every single time we talk. <laughs> yes, with your fancy yes, charts and graphs. So, yeah, he's not. I won't read the names. I think we. It's a lot of the same names that were. Uh, I'm not. I'm not taking. What What was his ADP? Fifty-five. And that's overall what number? Uh, forty-four. Yeah, I am not taking somebody who's in a clear-cut timeshare, forty-fourth yeah. overall. Yeah, like, he's it's just, not happening. Just above Demarco Murray, which is crazy. Yeah. Okay. So we know Demarco Murray's role. We don't know Dalvin Cook's role because they have mm-hmm. Latavius Murray there. And who's going to do the passing down work? Jarek McKinnon. Like, it it it's got it's got shit show written all over it. Agreed. Nope. All right, number six. Nope. Then. My, that, that's Mike Williams. It's got to be Williams there. It is Mike Williams. Hey, all right. It, it, it's, it's a little more reasonable for us to, to try and discuss and analyze, though. So he's at uh, his average is, is uh, 85.6, which puts him at uh, pick 74 here. Okay, so on this. Um, so six, here are some of the players six, after him. Sixth round, seventh round? Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... We've got Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. I'd probably pick Parker. Yeah, that's pretty close. That seems close to me, but I, I think that I slightly prefer Parker. Yeah, it's Mike? less of a, a log jam in, mm-hmm. in Miami. What do you think, Mike? Mm, yeah, I don't know. There's a, There's a lot of... This is the round Mike would take his first running back. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Mike's yeah. not drafting any of these these mid receivers after he goes four no. in the first four rounds. Yeah, or six in the first six rounds. <laughs> um, twelve. In no, the there's first twelve rounds. Don't tempt me. <laughs> um, no, I just you know again this goes back to the how much opportunity is there really there, and I don't know that there's a huge opportunity at the at that spot. Uh-huh. For so, Williams, you're saying? For, for Williams, yeah. Now, yeah, because comparing him to Parker, yeah. I also don't know how big that opportunity is. So I don't like either of those Much players. bigger than Williams, tell you that much. Yeah. I, I, I know that you guys will like the next receiver. Or at least I uh, assume that you guys will. And uh, Julian Edelman is doing way down here. That seems crazy. That seems like an overreaction to Brandon Cooks. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'd rather take Edelman there. Yeah, I think I'd rather. I think I'd be comfortable with Edelman in in PPR at least, and probably. Mm, nah, I like take Cooks fourth or fifth. Yeah, I, I still take Cooks over him, but I, I, I I'm just saying I think Edelman this low is is a. Uh, but you take, would you take Edelman over Mike Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what about okay, Mike Williams or Ty Montgomery? Ty Montgomery. He's yeah, he, he's Montgomery. Yeah. Agreed. I really uh, think I really think, and you can call me crazy, 
They drafted those running backs, right? Yep. Yeah, three of them. Does <laughs> it? Does it matter? It's Ty Montgomery's job. He's gonna run away with it. He's, he's gonna be like not, David. Johnson not worried about like, Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones. You, if I'm worried about one, it's gonna be Aaron Jones. Interesting. Um, but no, I'm not really worried about him. Yeah. Do you think that if you were an owner that that was able to get Montgomery, that you would draft one of them as insurance, or just do a different lottery ticket somewhere else? Um, that's a good question because I don't necessarily always like to handcuff. Mm-hmm. I like to diversify. Yeah. Um, I think it would depend on how the draft went and what was yeah. going when. Like if somebody gotcha. was drafting him. Like, I got Ty Montgomery in, what, like, the seventh round or whatever, but Aaron mm-hmm. Jones was going in, like, the ninth? Yeah. yeah. No, not not bothering with that. Like, if yeah, I'm going to handcuff I, somebody, it's going to be late, 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 late. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, that that running back spot in Green Bay, more than most positions, is going to be something that we're going to learn a lot more in the offseason. I'm going to be really interested to see... Um, what we hear coming out of camp, because even though I, I like their offense a lot with Montgomery, he's definitely not your traditional running back for uh, what most teams are going to do. Um, you know, well, he's a lot neither smaller. Neither is David and, Johnson. And, no, Montgomery uh, is he's, not he's small. A little... Montgomery? Yeah, he is not small, my friend. Let how, me get you the Montgomery? exact measurements. Ty oh, Montgomery. Six foot two, sixteen. Okay. Six foot okay. two, two hundred sixteen pounds. Oh, I, I got six foot even. Well, where I'm at. But I don't know where you're looking. Yeah. Regardless, oh, on I NFL.com like it says six foot, on. and then on this little blurb here in Google it says six two. Either way, sure. he's not yeah. tiny. And either way, we're taking him over Mike Williams. Yeah. Um, what about Amir Abdullah? Hmm. That's that's a question. I kind of like Abdullah. I've always been a kind of a sucker. Yeah. Did yeah. Detroit did, didn't draft any uh, high running backs, did they? Did they draft any no. running backs? They um, didn't draft anybody high. If they drafted one or signed a UDFA. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, undrafted free agent for all those yep. uninitiated people. Man. Oh, how the times have changed. Remember Abdullah's rookie year? How crazy that was? Yeah, that one cut move and everybody's like, it's Barry Sanders. Yeah. And now we're like, we may take him in the seventh. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it might the... be Zach Zenner's job. Who knows? Like, really? Um. So yeah, it seems like most of these guys we, we, we'd still rather have over Mike Williams. So it seems like so far the trend has continued of, of rookies being drafted too high. Um, like the rookies that you're only the rookies that go in like the later rounds, like 10, 11, 12 and later, like those are the only guys that are going to be worth it to me. Cause you get the, 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 the high reward, low risk in that area. If you're drafting, like I can see seventh or eighth round maybe, but like, in the first six rounds, if you're drafting like two or three rookies, mm-hmm. man, you're either gonna take off or you're gonna fall flat on your face. Like, so there's like no in between really with that. Yeah, this this next uh, running back that's on the list here after Abdullah at uh, 79 kind of shocked me. 
because especially since this is let me make sure I'm I'm still yeah after May first crazy yeah. uh Arshon Lynch yeah I think the hype might have came down off of that oh, I think that's way too low I I definitely would feel comfortable drafting Lynch in the fourth round oh, I, think I would that, feel comfortable drafting Lynch exactly where you just said he was and that's the really? only play- yeah in the seventh oh, or eighth man. round. I would not take him in the Behind fourth. that Oakland offensive line? He's been off for a year, and the year that he was playing, like, he was not himself, and he was injured. Like, oh, who's this? Like, somebody leaves for a year, like, he's over yeah, 30. I agree. And that's, that's he's, like, why 31, I'm... like, 30. How old is he so now? That, 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 that's why I'm taking him in, in the fourth round and not as a first-round pick like he was going the year before he uh, retired. Yeah, he's gonna be. No, he just turned thirty-one. Yeah, and I don't know. And just I, I like that he's he's motivated to play too, playing in his hometown, trying to his hometown for one year really. before they go off to Vegas because they're shills, <laughs> like they suck. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be crazy. The Raiders are like the shittiest organization to their fans because they move constantly. And they make them pay for the stadiums, which is a whole other thing that I can't get into right now because I will pop a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should should move on to the next rookie after Mike Williams. Who, yeah. who who do you guys think is the next one? I don't know. Just who is it? You want to just get into it? Oh, yeah. yeah. OJ Howard. Okay. Overdrafted. Okay. <laughs> what rounds? Uh, so pick ninety five. Yeah, that's a little. What tight end? And what number tight end is he off the board? Up. I bet you it's like number six tight end off the board. So it ends up at 90, even though the average is 95. Let me switch it to just tight end and see where that puts him. Puts him at tight end eight. Oh, eight. Yep. Way too much. Yep. Well, I mean, <laughs> eight is actually a little bit better than I thought it was going to be. Honestly. Yeah, so it so goes who's going Gronk, ahead of him? Goes Gronk, number one, still. Yeah. Uh, average pick is, is uh, 37. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, Reed, 52. Olsen. Jordan Reed, yep, Olsen. Then we got Eifert. Eifert. Oh, too high. Hunter Henry. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gates is uh, still alive, people. <laughs> He's still on the team. Jimmy Graham. Okay. And then we got Howard. Really? Ertz. Ertz is behind yep. Howard. Yep, Ertz is behind Howard, as is Kyle Rudolph. Give me all the Rudolph. And then number 11, David Njoku, getting another rookie. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. And then Ebron at 12, Delaney Walker at 13. Oh, that's... Delaney Walker at 13 oh, is ridiculous. Delaney Walker should be 8. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe even 7. Well, I mean, he should be ahead of Howard is what I was saying. I think above Henry as well. I think Henry shouldn't be number six or five yeah. or whatever the hell he was. Yeah. That's a WTF moment. Yeah, I'd definitely rather have Walker. I'd, I'd rather have Ebron than than Howard, too, I think. Or, or Njoku. People are just drinking the juice. On the OJ. Way. You get it? <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Right. Next up, we've got is John Ross. Okay. He's he's going at around 102. For for MFL MFL tens. 
Uh, MFL redrafts. MFL redrafts. So yep, yeah, we that, did talk about him a little bit. How he's he's better in best ball for sure. Yeah, he's like a Deshaun Jackson light, possibly, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, number nine, we've got Samaje Perrine. Yeah. Around one oh nine. Meh. I mean, kind of want to see who's going to be around there. That's that. That's a Washington's, pick that I like there. Nah, Washington. Well, okay, I see what you're saying. Opportunity. Opportunity could present back. itself. No, he's not. Could it will? He could. It will. He could also be in a timeshare. You don't know could. what's going to happen. He, he will be in a timeshare for a little bit, but. Mm. So here's here's some him. of the, the the players going around him. So the receiver before him is Brashad Perryman. Yep. Cameron maybe. Meredith is before him. Mm-hmm. Meredith maybe. Um, after him, oh, this one's crazy. Mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall this late is ridiculous, I feel like. I mean, I know that the Giants is crowded, but uh, Brandon Marshall going at 115. Um, we've got mm-hmm. Kenneth Dixon mm-hmm. is below him. I'd probably I'd take Dixon. And Dixon. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'd rather have Perrine, but it's close. I'd rather have Dixon. How, how many uh, games is Dixon suspended? Oh, is he suspended? Oh, yeah, yeah suspended right. like the first three or four. Yeah, never mind. I, I would rather have Dixon. Never mind. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. Um, then we've got Kyle Rudolph. I actually uh, probably take Rudolph. <laughs> Ooh, Al, yeah, Al Kamara. Interesting, another running back here. Alvin Kamara. Uh, I would. I'd still take P. Ryan. I'd probably. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a cluster F in uh, New Orleans yeah. too. Yeah, that that's our next uh, on the list. So Perrine was number nine rookie. Number ten is Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no. First uh-uh. no. 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 Yeah. Way too early. <laughs> that's way too early. If it's before like the second to last round, you're taking your yeah. quarterback too early, and it's way too early to be taking Deshaun Watson, who's by the way not labeled the starter yet. Yeah. Yeah. So co- not that um, Tom Savage is a world beater by any means, but you know. Yeah. 11 and 12 for the rookies is interesting with Kamara and then uh, Kareem Hunt as well in Kansas City. I know that he's been someone that has been so, talked about more. On this list, how many are running backs? Of the top how many? Of the top 12, we'll say. Top 12. Of the top 12? We got I, I think nine. I think you listed nine. Five, six, seven of the top 12. Okay. Seven. Okay. I Okay. So yep. seven... On the top yeah, one yeah, tight one end, one, one quarterback, end. and three receivers. Only three receivers. Yep. It's madness, people. It's 2017. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that there's uh, one second-round receiver that we all would put a lot higher on this list that we're still waiting to see. So we got... Zay Jones? Yeah, Zay Jones is, is, is who... Uh, so he's the number... 16 rookie right now. Oh, my God. So Evan Ingram's going ahead of him. Juju Smith-Schuster is going ahead of him. David Njoku is going ahead of him. Njoku. I would I take to, Zay Jones really over down. half of the rookies you already listed. Yeah. So. Agreed. Opportunity, people. Yeah. So you yeah, can't Zay score Jones points without and, getting the opportunity. Let's see. He's going Period. around 129. So let's see. What other people are available around there? Oh, so this is interesting. He's always underdrafted, though. Zay Jones or Eric Decker? 
Oh, well. God. You gotta make me choose that? <laughs> I'd rather have Decker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Jones, but, but I'll, I'll take the proven production in the NFL. Mm. Yeah, I have to say Decker. Yeah. That's harsh. Um, a, a little before him is Pierre Garçon. Do you gotta have Garçon or Zay Jones? Well, Brian Garcon. Hoyer, so Garçon. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Hoyer. Anyway. Uh, Richard Matthews or Zay Jones? Richard Matthews. Yeah, agreed. Matthews. Man, yeah, all these rookies are just way high up. Um, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, I'd probably Jones? do Zay. Yeah, depends I, on my roster construction. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like, I, I just feel like Cincinnati's gonna be a Merc Fest. I'm gonna slug around on who's gonna get the ball now. Yeah. Tyler Lockett or Zay Jones? Hmm. Lockett. Lockett? Hmm. Jones. Jeremy Macklin or Zay Jones? Macklin. I go Zay there. I'm not sure. Uh, I think I'd still go Macklin. Marvin Jones or Zay Jones? Jones. <laughs> Zay. Zay. Yeah. Marvin 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 only showed us four weeks of awesome production last year and then he just fell off a cliff. So Yeah. Yeah. Plus there's Kenny um, Galladay in town. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. What other rookies? Let's try to just roll through some of these rookies if you guys have a... So we talked about Dante Foreman already with Houston. Yep. So he's after Zay. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Curtis Samuel, another second-round receiver in Carolina. Uh, that's, I feel like receivers that Carolina drafts just go there to die. It's like <laughs> it's like the pasture where they bring the horses out. It's like here you go, live free uh, you, your, the rest of your days. And yeah, there could could be opportunity there though. With, well, they uh, they could because Kelvin's eating himself out of a job, a la Jamarcus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Devin Funches hasn't showed anything. Kiara's Garrett is like rawer than you know a freshly butchered cow. Mm. Uh, you know, like I, I don't even know. There's this. Would you that, guys rather have Curtis Samuel or Chris Godwin? Godwin. Uh, See, I think I think I'd rather have Samuel just because I, I think there's more opportunity. Or I think there's yeah, better. Yeah, I think I think Tampa. I agree with Josh and redraft. Yeah. In Dynasty, it's, it's Godwin. In yeah. Dynasty, it's Godwin because you know, yeah, much better situation in Tampa. Yeah. Um. What about uh? Surprised to see uh, above some of these names. Do you guys know much about Joe Williams, the running back San Francisco drafted? You think he's interesting as a a late round sleeper there? Uh, maybe. Meh. I mean, Carlos Hyde is there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they are sold on Carlos, but yeah, he was a, a round four running back out of uh, Utah. So just another name to keep an eye on. All right, well, I think that's probably good for, for the rookies that we got on here. Um, we covered a lot. If uh, any of our listeners have more questions, definitely hit us up on Twitter or the Fantasy Life app, um, and we can help you out in trying to identify these rookies. I, I would say the, the biggest uh, thing we learned, though, is definitely people are, are drafting them too high. Right, fellas? 
the Absolutely. rookies are being drafted. Yes. Too damn high. Too damn high. Too, <laughs> too damn high. Yes. Agreed. So. I don't have that sweet mustache beard thing. Though. <laughs> yeah. Stick stick with the vets, everybody. That does it for today's show. Thanks for listening. You can find us at FantasyLifeOG.com. And for more fantasy content, go to blog.fantasylifeapp.com, the number one fantasy sports blog on Medium. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and on the FL app. And remember, keep it gangsta.